Hello, this is Janet from JanetSandberg.com, and you're listening to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast, the weekly show that talks to peers and professionals who open up about their darkest moments when they felt like ending it all, why they didn't, and how they transformed their lives in order to triumph over the darkness and despair. Please remember to subscribe if you'd like to hear more inspiring stories. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Janet Sandberg, and today we are joined by the lovely Alistair Banks. Alistair, thanks so much for being here today and for being willing to be open and honest and sharing your story with our listeners. Let's just start by telling people who you are. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me on your podcast. My name is Alistair. I am originally from McCormick, South Carolina, and I moved to Roanoke, Virginia to pursue my career in the healthcare industry. And then eventually I ended up um, pursuing my writing full time as being an author, motivational speaker, and now I'm living in Tassel, Virginia. Besides writing in my spare time, I enjoy reading, going for nature walks, spending time with family and friends, doing for, doing photography. And also, I enjoy watching my favorite TV shows called The Big Bang Theory. I love Friends. I love watching the Today Show and so many more other shows I like to watch. I've written 13 books now, which are called A Colorful Balloon Ride, which teaches preschoolers and kindergartners how to identify and match colors. Landed the Lizard and His Green Scarf is about kindness and teaching children the importance of empathy. And I've written two poetry books, which are called Spring Bring Summer and The Pursuit of Love and Hope. Spring Bring Summer is really cool and interesting poetry book, which talks about some of the memories I share with my mom during the spring and summer seasons and how we used to go to the beach. And we used to have a Japanese blossom tree out in the backyard that we both admire so well. We used to take pictures out beside it. And The Pursuit of Love and Hope talks about some of the difficult feelings and emotions I've been through in my life of dealing with fear, anxiety, identity crisis, intimacy, and trust and isolation when it came to love and relationships in my life. And also Girl Rise is my novel, which talks about a young girl named Allie Billings who struggles to find herself in life and struggles to have friendships and trying to find love, you know, in life and she knows there's more to life than just her career and her finances that she wants to find that long lasting you know love and that partner in her life that she can build a life with and have a family with and i have three gratitude journals for children teen and adults and those are called the gratitude journal for kids show life and yourself some love a gratitude journal for teens and be positive a positivity journal for adults and i also enjoy cooking and I have two cookbooks, which are called 40 Recipes to Tackle Diabetes and 40 Recipes to a Better Weight Loss. Wow. Amazing. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to looking looking all of those up and getting my hands on a few of them. Um, Also, uh, my son was a huge fan of The Big Bang Theory, so I also love that show. Who's your favorite character from that show? Penny's probably my favorite character. Yeah, she's a hoot. Love her. 
Awesome. So let's, yeah, get down to why you're here today. Um, obviously, uh, life wasn't always as good and prolific and positive. So what was going on? When uh, were things not so good when you were having suicidal ideations? What what was going on in your life then? Um, I feel like what was going on in my life then was just trying to find my purpose in life and understand, you know, what am I put put here on this earth to do? And I think I just felt excluded from the world at that point in time when it came to finding suitable employment that fit my skill set of marketing and advertising, doing things in public relations and broadcast journalism and customer service and those type of job roles. And it got really discouraging after you send hundreds of job applications and hundreds of resumes and hundreds of cover letters and just no answer from it. And it just leaves you feeling hopeless and defeated and like the world isn't want me, you know, and mm -hmm. I think to writing, which was therapeutic for me, even growing up as a child, when it came to um, matters of the heart, you know, my family dealing with a brother who had Down syndrome, my grandmother struggles with her mental health, and also some of my mother struggles with her mental health, too. Okay. Yeah, gosh, I can't even imagine. I've always been self-employed, so I've kind of never, since I was a teenager, haven't really worked um, for other people, but I have heard some stories and I can't even imagine how just, yeah, depressing, debilitating it must be to just send out hundreds and hundreds of applications and just feel invisible. In the yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. Just invisible and hopeless and I'm not good enough. And I, yeah. like what, what other thoughts were, were coming up there? Yeah, just worrying about how I'm going to support myself financially and how, you know, just getting by in everyday life. And also I picked up on, you know, pet sitting and um, taking care of other people's animals. And that just helped me to boost my self-esteem and my confidence back in 2015 after I graduated from college in 2013. And so I started my own pet sitting services. I started gaining clientele and things seemed to work out for me. And I think it brought me a sense of hope back when I started being a professional pet sitter and also writing my books and just people, you know, enjoying my writing and my books as well and the messages that I had to write and convey to people. Right. Of healing and love and being able to find gratitude even during the most difficult times of life. Beautiful. Yes. And yeah, that's that's a really great way to turn that around when you're feeling like invisible and nobody wants me. And, you know, how, what am I going to do? And then on top of that, yeah. you've got the financial stress, because of course that's yeah. why you're job hunting in the first place is because you need income. So just stress on top of stress. But then, you know, just being like, you know what, I can do it myself. And yeah, just if nobody else wants me, then I can make myself wanted and do yeah. something that you love. And I love that it was pet sitting because then you get all the pet snuggles and yeah, and all of that to go to go along with it. That helps, you know, is um, forms that positive feedback. Loop, yeah. Right. So then you're getting paid again, and you're getting you're getting snuggles and love from from your furry friends and. And then you can, you can go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did you do pet sitting for? Or do you still do that? 
Uh, I still do pet sitting from time to time, but I was doing pet sitting for about eight years. Oh, okay. That's a long time. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So it really did turn into a, yeah. a full-fledged business. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what, what would you tell other people who are, whether they're, they're job hunting and just feeling really like hopeless and put down and um, discouraged, you know, what would you tell somebody in that situation? I just feel like maybe that's not the door that God wants you to walk through, that God has something better out there for you that suits your skill set. You know, what's meant for you is what's meant to be will be. How did you land on pet sitting? Was that like a passion of yours? Did you just, you just always loved animals? Yeah, I just always loved animals. And also I grew up around dogs and cats and I've also had dogs of my own. So that was just, you know, my dogs are very therapeutic for me when, you know, going through some, you know, challenging times in my life. Right. So was, was that kind of the thought process where you were like, what if, you know, if I can't find a job working for other people, what do I love? Did you purposely pursue a passion or, you know, sometimes we just stumble upon opportunities where somebody is going away and they're like, Hey, can you look after my pets? And then you're like, why I could get paid to do this. You know, maybe I could offer this to other people. I just happened to stumble across opportunity through care.com and then it just went from there. Okay. What's care.com? It's a website for um, like nannies and babysitters and pet sitters. And I created a profile on there. And Okay. That's awesome. It's, there's always so many, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not necessarily uh, resources. That's the word. Yeah. Resources yeah. are for people that we don't even know exist. So yeah, that's, that's a great way to get started. My daughter I know has just started um, a profile on rover.com for like dog walking and and I think they also do pet sitting and stuff like that so there I'm sure there's there's lots more out there but even just just starting small like you don't have to you know be be a full-fledged business you know you can just start start slow and um go from there which yeah. also helps, you know, build, build that self-esteem back up and, and help you then chase bigger and better opportunities. Right. Yeah. So when you were feeling really, really low, um, did, had you, um, sort of come up with a plan to not be here anymore or were you just, just in that hopeless loop? I was in that hopeless loop. I'm just kind of what's, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That, that for me was the big thing. Like I would just sit there in tears and just like, what is the point of this life? Like every day is the same and I'm not getting anywhere and yeah, things are never going to change. It's always going to be this terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That was same for you. Yeah. That was the same for me. Yeah. It is a terrible place to be in, but Sometimes it's just that one little thing that, that, um, you know, takes us off that, that spin, that rotation. And, you know, it can be just somebody asking you to house sit for the weekend or, or dog sit for the weekend. And 
that, you know, gets you out of your space and into somebody else's space, the change of location yeah. sometimes yeah. helps a lot. Change of scenery too, you know, just being able to be out by the water or, or out by the, you know, nature or by the woods, mm -hmm. just in nature's beauty is, was very rewarding. And yeah. 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 And also, you know, one of the, they always say for our mental health, it's really good to get out in nature and, and go for a walk. But sometimes it's really hard to force ourselves to do that if it's just for us. But if we have somebody else like a dog yeah. to look after, we're like, oh, yeah. the dog needs to go out. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it lures us out of the house in the guise of looking after some, something or someone else. And yeah. I know also when, when my kids were small and I was going through some very bad depression, you know, I would get up and, and get them off to school and do all of that. And then I would sleep all day until they came home. And then I would get up because I knew I had to look after them, you know, yeah. but on my own, I wasn't functioning, but I could rouse myself and do what needed to be done to look after my kids and, um, and our cat, of course, but. Um, it's a lot easier to look after other people when we're in that, that space than yeah. it is to look after ourselves. So even if you, I think if you don't trust yourself enough to get a pet of your own to, yeah. to look after, then, you know, looking after somebody else's pet or going over to visit a friend who has a, a dog or a cat or whatever kind of pet to snuggle with also be helpful and then um when did you start writing full-time and how was explain a little bit how that is healing for you I started writing full-time in 2018 and, and it just became healing for me because I was able to share my messages of the struggles I've been through in life and just how I can help others that are going through that similar struggle in their life and how I can bring healing in I decided to turn, you know, pain into purpose by writing my poetry in the pursuit of love and hope. Yeah. And how did, so you have, you have a novel, you have prose, you have journals, you have poetry. So you just do all kinds of writing. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you decide that to, to publish them? You know, a lot of us will write journals for ourselves or um, poetry just to um, express ourselves. What made you decide to publish them? Um, I think it was just intuitively. I think God was nudging me to publish my work and to put my work out there to the world. Okay. Then how did how did you know to listen to those nudges? We all get those nudges. Yeah. But what made you like? be like, oh, this is, this is a serious nudge and I really need to do something about that. Yeah. I think it was more so, I feel like this is what God has called me to do, has called me to help heal people and be able to express some of the things I've been through in my own life and how letting others know that you're not alone when it comes to some difficult difficulties in your life when dealing with love and relationships with other people. Okay. Good. How, how would you explain that nudge to somebody 
so that people could recognize it on their own. Mm, I think I was just on my social media account, you know, where I created some some of my writing and all, and I just got that intuitive nudge that, hey, you need to go post this. And you, you just listened and, and did it. Did you self-publish? Yeah. Okay. On Amazon or somewhere else? Um, Amazon. Okay. So you just followed it one one step at a time and, and yeah. put yourself out there. That's amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story with our listeners and hopefully giving some inspiring thoughts and ideas to people who are who are in that spot of feeling hopeless and defeated that they don't always need to to stay there that they can yeah you know lift themselves up and out and do something for themselves that might lead them to to a life that is better yeah do you have any final words of wisdom uh, I don't think so. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Remember that you are loved. You are worthy. You are valuable. You are meant for more and that it really does get better. If you are in crisis, there are numbers that you can call or text to get the help that you need. That information for Canada and the US is in the description below each episode. If you are in immediate crisis, please call 911. We love you, and I hope you'll listen again.